0: Welcome to the RV Podcast. This is episode 425.
1: And this week we hear from real RVers who talk about the biggest challenges they expect to RV travel in 2023. Hello everybody, I'm Mike Wendland and this is my lifelong traveling companion, And my bride Jennifer, and welcome to the RV podcast for this week.
0: And this week we're going to talk about the biggest challenges of RVing, RV travel in 2023.
1: Yep. But first, just a quick update on what's been happening with us.
0: We have been on the road working on our Southwest Michigan RV property. We just did a video on that. You can check that out and see it. Showing off our 10 acres we have and the house on the property that will be our home someday.
1: Yep, we're renovating it now. And that video, you can if you haven't seen it, you, we've talked about it, that we've been shopping for Michigan property for like a year, a little over a year, really. And um, we just finally found some this fall. We bought 10 acres. It had a house on it. We did a whole video on it. If you haven't seen it, it's on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com slash RV Lifestyle. Um, and if you're confused, uh, what about our Tennessee property? Well, we still have that. We have two RV properties, one in Tennessee. Uh, we love that great climate. We've got five acres there. We've done a million stories as we've developed that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but we've, as we've been saying right along, we are looking for similar property in Michigan. And uh, we found something even exceeded our hopes and dreams. And we did that in the video. and. We'll have other stories and follow-ups as we renovate the house, which someday will be our home. Uh, we've already put in two hookups for RVs, a 30-amp and a 50-amp supply, and we're pretty excited about it.
0: So we will be doing updates as we develop the property and do the house renovations, but we're really excited about this new property, which eventually will be our home.
1: Yep, it will be. our, uh, And we don't know when because it's a big project
0: we have two kids in michigan and four grandchildren in michigan and we have two kids and four grandkids in uh, tennessee, tennessee. So, <laughs> so so you see a, a pattern here <laughs> yeah. in tennessee and our main home in michigan
1: so uh, maybe that gives you a clue why we picked tennessee <laughs> and michigan uh but as we did in as we said in that video our property in michigan is Literally, uh, right around the corner from our son's house. It's really not a corner, it's a very uh, wild, rural area, but it's just a short little walk.
0: Through a uh, cornfield.
1: Through a cornfield, and we're in the backyard of our son, so that's fun, and that means our grandkids. And our son play. and
0: daughter-in-law and uh, the two grandkids.
1: Yep. We um, also traveled last week to Elkhart, Indiana, uh, to tour a, a new RV model, which we'll be talking about uh, a little bit later on. And one nice thing, about being in Southwest Michigan, is that we're only about an hour from the RV capital of the world, which is the Elkhart, Indiana area, so um, we think we'll be making lots of visits to uh, different RV manufacturing companies there. You know, it's kind of like mainstream journalists need to have a presence in Washington, D.C., the nation's capital. Well, those journalists who report on RVs really need to be closely connected to Elkhart, Indiana, as the RV capital.
0: And a lot of people know us, and we know them, and when new things come out, they can uh, let us know, or we can go check things
2: out.
1: I mean, we're just, our new property is so close there, it's just a, uh, it's like a long commute, uh, and um, that's pretty exciting, so we are going to have a lot of fun.
0: It is going to be great.
1: Yep. From our RV Facebook group, RV Lifestyle Facebook group, we have a a comment that uh, came in this week that we want to share with you. It has to do with uh, what kind of serendipity travel, and and we like serendipity travel.
0: Yeah, that's usually how we travel because if we see something that we like, we didn't even know it was there, we want time so that we can stop and enjoy it, not have to be at point A, B, and C.
1: So sometimes, you know, wherever the winds of uh, adventure call, that's where you go. Well, it uh, sort of happened to uh, one of our Facebook community members named Jim. Uh, But as he shares uh, in this comment uh, that we have for you via AI, using artificial intelligence to read the voice. uh, So we don't have to read the voices. Um, Jim shared uh, how serendipity travel
2: doesn't necessarily always go so well. A short tale of woe about an occurrence I went through last year. Roaming through Utah, Colorado, and New Mexico. No real destination, just making my way back to Texas. Late evening, middle of nowhere, looking for a place to stop for the night. GPS not working in the mountains. See a camping-ahead sign. Turn onto a winding, narrow two-rut trail, follow it for about a mile and finally come to a locked gate. No place to turn around. It's starting to get dark. Those of you that tow a trailer that is shorter than your tow vehicle know what is about to happen next. Tried backing back the mile I had driven which had only taken me about 5 minutes to get to the lock gate. Anyway, to make a long story short, an hour and a half later in pitch dark, I made it back to the highway. I can only imagine what the owner of that trail thought when he saw the zigzagging tracks down his little road. The moral to this tale is don't wait too long to set up camp. And try to know at least a little about where you're going. Cheers everyone!
0: All I gotta say is, I remember once we drove into a trail, our GPS though had directed us to that trail... And having to back out. And it's not fun backing out. But at least it was daylight. I think we've all done that. We've been there, done (laughs) that. At least once. And then we try not to do it twice.
1: Yep. So, uh, Jim, thanks for being vulnerable and teaching (laughs) us all a lesson about serendipity travel. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about um, a survey that we kind of did on our RV Lifestyle Facebook page. And with less than 24 hours, we had over 500 comments. And that question was... uh, What uh, do you think the biggest challenges are going to be to travel uh, by RV next year? And there were some very interesting uh, answers that came to. We'll share those with you in just a moment. Tired of overcrowded campgrounds and competing for reservations, paying high fees for sites, while ownership is an emerging trend in RVing that might be right for you. It was for Jen and me we bought some land just west of nashville tennessee in an incredible collection of mountaintop rv properties called the woodlands at buffalo river these are five to sixty two acre properties that allow rvs year-round starting at seventy nine thousand nine hundred dollars and we loved it the scenery is breathtaking and you can own it outright it's not a timeshare it's your property your way you can landscape garden bring your pets build what you want to there's high-speed internet And it's so private. It's a great place to make your home base. No more calling around for reservations, ready whenever you want. And they're selling these properties by appointment, 5 to 62 acres, $79,900. Financing, big discounts available on multi-lot packages. For information, visit MyRVLand.com, MyRVLand.com. Welcome back, everybody. Time now for the topic of the week, and the topic uh, this week has to do with the coming new year and what it means, uh, what RVers think it means in terms of RV travel. So we asked this question on our uh, Facebook page, And uh, we got a lot of responses.
0: I couldn't believe it. We got over 500 responses in less than 24 hours. Clearly we touched a button by asking that question and everybody, I think they needed to vent. The challenges of RV travel in 2023 are real and they're really on everybody's mind. It is a really hot button for real RVers.
1: Now the responses that we got were, were many and varied but when we analyzed them we we kind of divided the most common things people were talking about into five specific categories uh that was what really stood out and that accounted Mm -hmm. for the vast majority of the answers that we got and um, the question we posed on our facebook page was a blank uh question at the end it was the biggest challenge for rv travel in 2023 will be blank And the blank part is what people filled in.
0: So, after all those 500 responses, the number one concern, the one with the most responses in particular, was fuel.
1: High fuel prices. That category alone accounted for 44.6% of the 500 responses that we got, which is 223 people who mentioned fuel, or diesel, or gasoline availability, Uh, High diesel, I think, was probably cited the most, the high diesel costs. Right now, they're like pushing six bucks in most parts of the country. Um, Mm -hmm. But everybody seemed to be concerned about fuel prices. Many of the respondents, and I thought that was interesting, said that they have drastically curtailed their RV travel plans for 2023. Uh, Some, a few, said they were quitting the RV lifestyle completely because of those high costs. And a lot of people noted that those costs had uh, doubled or almost doubled for them over what they typically spent in 2022, and they expect them to go higher in 2023. So that was the number one category. And the
0: number two concern was campgrounds, being able to book a spot, it not being too pricey, being able to get in that was uh, heavy on their hearts, with uh, 32.4% of the respondents, 162 out of 500, saying they were unable to get reservations, and oh, that is so frustrating. You know, a campground, you're trying to get in there, you know when you wanna go, where you wanna go, and you can't get in.
1: Or they complained in the same category that the cost of, uh, of camping had increased so much Uh, that it was a major issue for them and would affect how they would travel in their RV over the coming year. So those two issues, fuel costs, campground uh, overcrowding and expenses, that accounted, just those two categories, for 77% of all of the responses that we got.
0: And uh, the next issue that popped up, was uh almost nine percent said inflation just in general the cost of everything costing more it's just deterring their ability to travel they can't travel and Um, that really does frustrate yeah
1: um the uh difficulties in getting rvs repaired in a timely fashion was also mentioned uh, a lot uh, and expected to be worse in 2023 7.8 percent of our respondents uh, cited repair difficulties as the, what they thought would be the big issue for them.
0: And what really surprised me was this number five. We complain about it a lot, but <laughs> yeah. I should have known. If we're complaining, you guys are feeling the same thing. 6.4% said bad roads were their biggest challenge in RV travel. And we know that. You drive those roads and it's shaking your car, and whatever you're towing or driving, it's just not good for it. I mean, these earthquakes are getting more severe
1: Yeah, they are uh, the earthquakes that's caused by bad roads. That's what we're talking about, earthquakes. Now there were some other issues that were mentioned. A lot of them just statistically didn't account for uh, all the ones we just cited, but uh, some people talked and complained. They thought that they were noticing a lot more rude campers, um, bad quality uh, in RVs from the RV manufacturers, the high interest rates uh, for those who wanted to, to maybe finance or buy a new RV. Um, A lot of people complained about bad or slow internet speeds, uh, particularly in campgrounds. Uh, Some complained about Starlink, how that had been slowing. Um, And then we had some uh, complaints, three or four, about uh, not enough EV charging stations, which kind of suggests that we we know there's not any EVs that are towing RVs.
0: So it must
1: be their toads. So they must be having in a motorhome towing a, a, an EV to, to get around once they've settled someplace, but that was interesting. I was mm-hmm. surprised with that. Yeah. So it was a good survey.
0: It really was.
1: Yeah. So we were impressed by the responses we received.
0: I think everybody is frustrated. You know, you want to live life like how you used to live life, and this is just like, whoa, when is this going to end? Well,
1: we wanted to give you a, a A sampling, a couple minutes of of the actual responses that we got from people, and rather than us using our voices, uh, we're kind of, I'm having fun technology-wise, playing around with AI, artificial intelligence, and and computer-generated voices and all that. I can't
0: get them to stop trying to conquer it, but that's good. Well, I think we've conquered it. That's good.
1: But it, uh, so we're gonna we we thought we'd put some of those together to, with the responses.
0: You're gonna put us out of a job.
1: I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so because we can still introduce them. So anyway, we put together a compilation of the actual responses as posted on our RV Lifestyle Facebook page. And if you've never been there, uh, by all means go. And here are um,
3: here's a compilation of the responses that we got from James. You asked. The sad answer is we don't think we will do much RV travel in 2023 we were unable to get Florida reservations in January. Our usual campground increased the rate so much the cost would have almost doubled. We don't see the long trips we usually do. 2023 will be shorter trips for us, much closer to home.
2: From Ted. RV travel in 2023 will be much less for us. We just can't afford it. In 2022, the costs for us were about 40% more. That is crazy. And they have gone up since we put our fifth wheel in storage in October and everyone says they will go up more next year. Who can afford that? From Maynard. The cost of diesel. It will be short trips and mostly hanging out at the campground due to the cost of everything else being so high nowadays.
4: From Kerry. Getting diesel for camper.
3: From Leroy. I can't afford $500 or more to fill my motor home. From Ronald. Diesel for my truck.
4: From Denise. It's sad to say, but we can't afford the diesel food and camping spot. Everything is now so high.
3: From Doug. Fuel costs. Availability and price increase for campsites. Finding walk-in campsites. Costs for parts and repair. From Road Trip Mojo. Securing campsites. It was never the struggle it's been over the past three years. Hoping that eases and good gently used campers hit the market. We're ready for an upgrade.
4: From Karen, same as 2022, getting RV out of a hostage-like situation. The RV dealer keeps our RV for months. We wouldn't take it to them, but we have to for warranty work and recalls. It is interesting how they don't return calls unless we add something we would like to have done while the RV is there. In that situation they call right back. From Suzette. The cost of diesel or gas, whichever you use, getting RV sites and making sure your RV is the proper length for whatever site you go to. Some sites, especially at state parks, do not have accommodations for larger RVs.
3: From Nancy, with 30 thumbs up in agreement. Finding a campsite on short notice.
4: From Arlene, too many other campers. From Sandy, finding places to go. Can't book too far in advance. Also, it's getting harder as campgrounds filling up with seasonals. From Andreas with 21 thumbs up in agreement. Finding a last-minute campsite that doesn't need to be booked a year out. From Jill, the cost of campsites, gas, maintenance, parts, and repairs have all increased so much. On a fixed, limited retiree income, that means way less trips. From Kelly, timely repairs when needed. From Christina, cost of fuel. Finding openings at campgrounds. We are already looking for 4th of July and can't find an opening at our usual spots. Affordable campgrounds. Some have been upwards of $100 a night. Big companies are buying up tea privately owned campgrounds and the prices are soaring. Timely repairs and finding parts. Food cost. Increases in robberies and break-ins at campgrounds. It's not the fun escape it once was. From Viva. Competing for campsites. As more and more people adopt this lifestyle.
2: From Lloyd. Initial high prices, continuing high interest rates, and falling resale values. From Tom. Cost, site availability, and getting service appointments. From Stan. Terrible roads. From Run. Road conditions beating the crap out of your RV.
3: From Van. All costs are up yes space rent food and other supplies also regular maintenance is very expensive and the wait list is long all of it will curtail my travels to fewer and fewer trips
4: from kathy getting our motor home back from the shop it's been there since september twenty second for warranty work from jolanda making reservations no longer able to be spontaneous
3: from bill finding sites other than those that abusers don't bother canceling if they don't show
0: from vanessa my boyfriend and i just put our van up for sale we wanted to do van life full-time but the cost of everything has increased so much that we can no longer afford
2: van and from brad slow internet speed from starlink and the increased cost of staying online for remote work starlink was a big investment but after the initial promise has become very disappointing I don't even have enough speed to do a Zoom call for work while on the road.
1: All right, so that's a rough sampling of the responses that we got. And we thank everybody, 500 plus responses in less than 24 hours it was pretty amazing. And uh, it was kind of fun using the computer to put together the voices. So it wasn't, we weren't using just our voices. All and and the cool thing about this AI stuff that we're messing with is we actually recorded a long sample of our voices and we can have it generate uh content like that using our voices it's kind of spooky we'll show you that sometime (laughs) in one of our uh, mess arounds but thanks to everybody who responded to that all right we're going to take a quick break right now and when we come back we have the rv news of the week so stay with us when we're on a road trip we always seem to find a way to stop at a camping world center there are over 225 camping world locations across the country and there's always one close by when we need parts and accessories for our RV or just on a shop. In fact, uh, we have so much fun with uh, Camping World. And as we talk about it, as one of our sponsors... They have agreed to offer a 10% discount if you use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE10 when you buy $99 or more in merchandise. You'll find everything you want from outdoor furniture and appliances, the ones you see us use in our videos and we talk about here in the podcast. RV extras that include everything from camping chairs to fire pits, electrical accessories, must-have gadgets, check them all out. And again, don't forget, use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE10 when you visit CampingWorld.com. One of the most exciting developments for RVs is happening out west in Arizona. Western Land and Ranches is selling five-acre high-elevation ranches just off the famous Route 66, the birthplace of the American road trip. Prices start at only $39,900, and these are beautiful secluded tracts of land surrounded by majestic mountain ranges with sweeping valley views. The high elevation is a unique microclimate as well, giving you cooler temperatures, green grasses, and tree cover, making it unique for desert property. The community is in the center of it all, close to the best of the West. Grand Canyon, Las Vegas, Lake Havasu, Lake Mead, Lake Mojave, the Colorado River, Flagstaff, Sedona, and Historic Williams. If you're tired of crowded RV parks and paying high fees for sites, Well, ownership might be right for you. This incredible collection of mountaintop properties called Greenwood Ranches hit the market and it's selling out fast. There is no HOA. You can build a house, a cabin, outbuildings, or just RV. It's your property, your way, 100% ownership. Visit the website to get details and set up a showing, ArizonaRVLand.net. That's ArizonaRVLand.net.
0: Welcome back to the RV News of the Week. And Mike, what's the first story?
1: Well, for those of you who own a Sprinter from Mercedes-Benz, you are about, as of December 19th, to be notified of a pretty major uh, recall. More than 124,000 Mercedes-Benz Sprinters are being recalled because the Class B vans might roll away when parked. Um, Now, we reported on this earlier, but now we have a date when the official notice is going out. It takes them that long from the reported problem to get the fix into the dealers. And the affected models on this uh, are are a whole bunch of them. All the Mercedes-Benz Sprinters between 2019 and 2022, those are the ones affected. And you'll be getting a letter that goes out on December 19th. Um, The repairs will be done for free and they can be fixed easily at the dealer through just a software update. So you'll be looking for that letter.
0: Wow, it's a little scary. And the second story, this is uh, President Joe Biden announced last week that he plans to create a new national monument in Southern Nevada. Biden made the announcement at a gathering of tribal leaders. Some tribes in the area are considering the land sacred.
1: A little controversy there. Mm -hmm.
0: The land includes 703 acres that are largely undeveloped and includes Spirit Mountain with 5,642 feet peaks and the Newberry Mountains near the town of Laughlin. And the land's uh, purpose for the national monument is uh, largely managed by the Bureau of Land Management and the National Park Service.
1: So a new national monument, maybe? Maybe. See how that controversy goes, but uh, almost all of the national parks and the national monuments out west are are on or very close to or were tribal lands. So that controversy is a real one. It's a real one. I can't
0: believe that's happening.
1: Um, Out in the uh, east part, speaking of national parks, national park officials in Cape Cod had to kill a coyote. It was in the Cape Cod National Seashore. And what had happened, you can probably figure this out, is is people had been feeding this coyote for some time. And so the coyote was very acclimated to people and uh, then it became very aggressive. It was observed literally stalking a person who had a dog and snatching things from people in uh, in, around the Herring Cove beach area at uh, Cape Cod. Um, So the coyote had been fed, uh, had no real fear of people. Uh, Rangers tried to haze the coyote and scare him away, but that didn't work, and they said that they had no choice but to shoot him because he was dangerous, Um, and and as you know, uh, people are urged never to feed wild animals. They're wild. You don't want them acclimated to people.
0: Uh, It's not good for them. They they lose their fear of people. That means the end of them, usually whether they're a bear or Coyote or whatever they are. They usually have to be put down. Yep. And the story is about uh, two campers out in California's San Bernardino National Forest. They stumbled upon a lost hiker and likely ended up saving his life. The man was lost and had been wandering around the National Forest for two weeks. Mm. Two weeks? Yeah, his feet were swollen and infected, and he could no longer walk. He'd been sitting by a creek calling for help when the campers, a couple, heard him, hiked to him, called 911, and uh, they helped rescue him. And he is so lucky that somebody found him.
1: Yeah, boy, it's scary. Two, weeks, he, two weeks. a long time. Yeah. Lucky
0: some animal didn't find him.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hey, a happy story for us because uh, it's one of our favorite places. Michigan's Porcupine Mountains Wilderness Area has been named the most beautiful state park in the entire United States, according to a recent study that analyzed Yelp reviews. Uh, it was uh, by a company called Travel Lens, and they uh, were looking for words like beautiful, stunning, breathtaking to come up in the top picks. And uh, it was Michigan's Porcupine Mountains State Park. Uh, second place, Smuggler's Notch in Vermont. Third was Virginia's Grayson Highlands. And fourth was Ohio's Hocking Hills. And fifth, uh, Washington State's Deception Pass. But Porcupine Mountains Wilderness Area, in Michigan's Upper Peninsula, western part of the Upper Peninsula, uh, top choice, best state park in America, according to that survey. And um, it's one of our favorite places. Uh, we uh, featured it uh, quite extensively in one of our travel guides, uh, our travel guide, RV Lifestyle Travel Guide to Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Just go to rvlifestyle.com slash. uh, You can see where the the store is. Uh, We have a Shopify store there. Just hit store and it'll show you all of our books. But uh, if you haven't ever visited the Porcupine Mountains, they should. They should. All right. When we come back, your questions. So stay with us. When we're asked what's the most important modification we made to our RV, it's an easy answer. Battle Batteries. Battle Batteries are quality, safe, reliable lithium batteries that allow us to stay out there off the grid longer. Lithium batteries charge faster, they charge fuller, they're longer lasting, they're maintenance free. And Battle Batteries are protected by a 10-year guarantee. Now in our case, they just dropped into the existing AGM batteries that we have. And they'll probably be the same on your rig too. Battleborne battery experts can get those in your rig just like they did with ours. They can also match you up with the right cabling, the inverter, the charger, the solar controller, everything. Jennifer and I swear by our Battleborne batteries, they allow us to boondock off the grid. Check them out. Go to rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. All right, welcome back, everybody, and thank you so much for staying with us. Time now for your turn, the RV Lifestyle Questions of the Week. We love getting your questions, and if you have a question or a comment, uh, just use our personal email, Mike and Jen at rvlifestyle.com. We would love to get your questions and comments and feature them.
0: Now, this first question is from Nancy, and this is a question I think you all have and want an answer for prescriptions and medical supplies when you're on the road. How do you get them? Hi, Mike and Jen. I'd like to hear from both of you how you deal with
4: prescriptions, doctor and dentist appointments and medical emergencies while traveling in your RV. My husband and I are retirement age and those are issues that keep us worried about setting off too far afield. Thanks so much. We really love your RV podcast and listen every week.
1: It's really not as difficult as many people think it is. Uh, We've We're always on the road, and we always are getting prescriptions on the road. And how do we do that?
0: We, uh, our pharmacy, we make sure that, well, you don't have to have one of the main big pharmacies, but it makes it a little easier if you do. Uh, You just get your prescriptions from whatever big pharmacy you're by.
1: If you have a small pharmacy and you're in a different city, usually... They can still do it. They'll call that pharmacy. But if you use, as we do, one of the big chains, you know, like CVS or Walgreens, Rite Aid, Use one of the big chains, and uh, you can go to any one of their pharmacies anywhere in the country, and you can have your prescription filled there uh, on the road wherever you happen to be. And sometimes it takes a couple hours, but it's it's usually fairly quick.
0: When we're in Linden, Tennessee, I have gone to the pharmacy, which is not that big of a pharmacy, little mom and
1: shop type pop uh, pharmacy, yeah,
0: and had prescriptions filled.
1: And it's, in terms of you know medical problems, uh, we've. Uh, we've both been hospitalized on the road you had
0: pneumonia
1: bacterial pneumonia and we had to find a hospital in red lodge montana and it actually turned out to be a very pleasant stay if if ever being in a hospital is pleasant but it was a nice hospital Mm -hmm. very nice uh, they made you better and i ended up once uh, on the road and i had some intestinal issues and it turned out to be a gallbladder issue and my gallbladder Right in the middle of the road, I had to stop and find a hospital and have the gallbladder removed. And that hospital was, by the way, the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota. That was the closest big hospital. But, um, you know, I I wouldn't worry about prescriptions or hospitals or medical care. We have found wherever we've gone, this is 11 years now almost of RV travel, um, we've never had a problem getting medical help. So I hope that uh, alleviates your worries, Nancy. All right, the next question we have is uh, from Doug and Mia, and uh, they are some uh, senior uh, RVers
3: about ready to retire, but they're getting some pushback. Um, Let's listen to Doug and Mia's question. Hi, Mike and Jennifer. Forgive us if this is a sensitive question. My wife and I are in our late 60s. We love the RV lifestyle but our grown children are telling us we're too old to go traveling all over the country and that we should be downsizing our life and being aware that as we age, we can't do everything we used to. How do you guys manage all you do? We have worked our whole lives to be able to explore and travel and our idea of retirement is seeing this awesome country. We have excellent health and we're ready to go, except for our nagging kids.
0: All I gotta say is if you're healthy, go for it. Pack up as many medications as you can. Be aware of uh, heat and cold, extreme weather conditions. But go for it and uh, call your kids, check in every now and then so that they know where you are. But that wouldn't be any fun to work your whole lives and then just sit home and uh, never get to explore and do those things that you've always wanted to do. And now you have the time and the resources to do,
1: you know, because you don't know how long you'll have good health. So enjoy every minute of it. And uh, it sounds like you have a, a great adventure planned. And I think you have to have sit down with your kids and tell them that you're you big folks and you, you know.
0: And try to give them your agenda. Yeah. Where you think you're going to be and if you know where you're going to be, that, and figure out a way to uh, touch base with them every now and then.
1: Now, we have a daughter who often worries about us as we're traveling. And so what, what we have at her idea, really, is we use an app called uh, 360. It's a free app. And... Uh, She can, you can authorize people to to check on and they can, she can see where we are at any particular time, wherever we are. And oftentimes we'll be on the road someplace driving and she says, hey, I see you're just south of Louisville. And, And it's, so she loves it. It gives her assurance so she knows where we are. Um, and that's always that's a good app to have. So there are other apps like that, but 360 is the one that we use.
0: I think having that 360 is great for her peace of mind and ours as well. But it was kind of fun when she texts me, "Where are you now? Where are you now? How long before you're home?" Now I don't get those texts yeah. like I used to touching base with her because she knows where we are, and that's good. And uh, I think our sons are comfortable wherever we are.
1: Yeah, they, yeah, they don't even... Huh? <laughs> they don't know we're Oh, are not home. Uh, but, you know, one of the things we do is we share a lot with our, our kids. We send pictures, and we talk and send texts, and...
0: Uh, our and kids, you send pictures and everything about every place well, we are in the world. To the whole world. But
1: we send also, especially to our kids, and we right. kind of give them a rough idea. Whether the boys don't pay any attention, but <laughs> our daughter does. So, 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 Doug and Mia just... Go for it. You know um, your kids are nagging you, and you need to just tell them it, you can handle this. And uh, as long as you're you're healthy, and um, you know it, it all's well, go have that great adventures that you have been waiting for. All right. You have a question? You have a comment for us? We'd love to hear it. Our email address again. just ours. Our personal email: Mike and Jen at RVlifestyle.com. Uh, if if you're a business person trying to sell us something don't use that address (laughs) this is just for people who have questions and comments for us to answer mike and jan at RVlifestyle.com. thank you guys so much we'll be back next week we'll see you down the road happy trails